Hello and welcome to the TNT podcast back to school special. We're back. We are back, but for a one-off special before season two. It's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So we were going to do a uh, uh, a summer spectacular, but that didn't happen. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this, this is, is it. it. <laughs> the end of summer spectacular. Um, so we hope you've all had a good summer. I've had a, a pretty decent summer. What about you? I've had a decent summer. Yes. Do, does it feel like it's lasted for ages or is it one of these ones that have been and gone? It's been a good one. Good. Yeah, it's been a good one. Did you go actually away away? Yes, we went away right at the start. And that meant, I think, that it felt like summer was longer. So we went away the first two weeks to Northumberland. Oh, and nice. I enjoyed the coasts up there. And this is where you normally go, isn't it? There's this place. Yeah, there's a few places that we usually go to. So we go to Northumberland or we go to North Berwick in Scotland. And then usually it's Ireland. So we should have been in Ireland. But obviously. But then we went up to... Northumberland instead, a little place called Embleton. And it was very different because usually we'd go to lots of different places and eat out a bit um, and not just eat out to help out, uh, but uh, actually eat out in places that we like. Um, but this time we we didn't do a lot of kind of going out and about. We went to Annick Garden a couple of times and uh, yeah, we didn't go to many different places, but it was quite nice. It was quite a different holiday. Yeah, we found the same thing. We went to we went the exact opposite of you. We've literally just got back, so we went for the last week of the holiday, and we went to Bow Maris in Anglesey. First time we've been there. Lovely little place, um, and we found the same thing. It was odd. We'd um, we'd booked a place because there was eleven of us that went. We booked a place two weeks before we even went on holiday. To make sure that we could get in somewhere. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. They keep telling people to plan ahead, don't they? Yeah, so exactly. You did some serious planning ahead. Yeah, definitely. We, we spoke about your holiday on the last podcast, didn't we? Yeah, we were. What it was going to be like. We were one day illegal. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, we talked about the guidance. <laughs> okay. And the saying the fact that there was three families. Well, for the first day that we got there on the Friday, only two families could mix together. That guidance changed on the Saturday to three families, or more than three families could mix together. But weren't you were already bubble with... We're already, a, so already a, a, a bubble anyway, because grandma and granddad are part of our bubble and you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, But yeah, it was weird being able to, not being able to just kind of like pop into pubs or go for a pint or, well, you could, but you just didn't feel as comfortable as you normally mm. would. So it did make it, yeah, a little and bit And shopping weird. as well, you've been shopping. Like not food shopping, but, like, into a town? No. It's odd, man. Bo Maris only had a small town, so they only had one shop, really. And that, oh, oh, and Wales is different anyway, because masks oh, yeah. aren't mandatory in Wales. So if we went in... We did wear masks for the majority of the time. We wore masks when we went to the spa shop and things like that. But they're not mandatory in mm. Wales. So, and for the most part, I've tried to avoid town. I went once before going on holiday mm. and I went to uh, Primark, HMV and TK Maxx. It's it's definitely different and I think it's going to be different for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so this is the big news over the summer. Okay. And the, the, the big news is that your streak, your running streak has ended. It's done. On a mighty 222 days. Yeah. 
222. And I'm glad it finished. I like stuff like that, that it just kind of finishes like an even number. I love even numbers. <laughs> All the numbers are the same. So it's ordered. It's orderly. And it, and it was a good one. You know, I finished on I, it's the first marathon I've done. It was um, uh, the three peaks in Yorkshire. So it was 5,000 feet of climbing. It was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. So tell us a bit, why did you choose that? Why was it was it already planned? Did you know that the street was going to finish? Talk us through. Yeah, so I got to my birthday. I, I had a bad foot, basically, before that. I did 20 miles in Northumberland, and I was running on an injury then, and then my foot got worse, so I had basically two weeks off leading up to the marathon attempt, mm-hmm. the three peaks. And then um, I got to my birthday. It was the... Sunday after my birthday that we did the the marathon and I I knew my foot was going to be bad after it. So all that advice that people give to runners <laughs> about not running on injuries, I went against it and yeah, I'm properly injured now, which is uh, <laughs> are you <laughs> not so, ideal. So are you properly, properly injured? Yeah, I'm properly, properly so injured. So have you been to the doctors? Have you, you I know? haven't, no. Um, all the kind of stuff that I've read... Uh, gives you advice on kind of resting it, icing it, stretching it, doing the exercises and things like that. And then you've got kind of time frames about if it gets better. So it's not getting better at the moment. So, so what I'm, do you think it is? Is it? There's a few things. A twist, a tear. No, I think that yeah, I think there's a torn tendon in there. So and I think there's a bit of tendonitis, which is kind of inflammation of of tendons. And I think a couple of them are a bit inflamed <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so I think there's a there's a few things going on so I'm going to give it a little bit more time I gave it two weeks I'm now going to extend it for another couple of weeks and then as I either remain the same injured or get worse or get better I'll make a decision on kind of going to see doctor physio yeah and yeah, see yeah. what's see what's what but um so were no. you gutted? Was it was was the was the plan to finish here, or it was to go for as long as possible, really? And and I thought, you know, after the first month, get to a hundred days. After the hundred days, get to two hundred, and then I was kind of thinking, I'll just go for as as long as I can. Um, but then, kind of having that, I had never done a marathon, so having that to aim for mm-hmm. and to be well enough to do that was kind of my then aim. And I felt absolutely content with finishing at 222 days. Felt really happy about it. So the next day there was no tears or no, anything. No, you no. Well, I went out for a little recovery run, so it's technically 223. No, it's But it was, um, no, I feel, I feel happy. And I've got other things I'm aiming for now. Do you want to share the other things or do you not want to? <laughs> no, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save, save it. Any, it. Anyone who follows on Strava will see kind of what my plans are. But um, but no, I'm 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 looking forward to broadening my um, exercise out and cross training and yeah, like yeah. That. So what yeah. was the three peaks like? Amazing. Uh, some of the photos look like incredible. It was amazing. So you weren't on your own. No, I went with um, uh, a friend, and th- they've got a little group of. Uh, runners that they run with in Bradford um so I think there were five of us five of us yeah and um and it was just brilliant it was great hard 
Yeah, yeah. But it was what um, was the total elevation? Can you remember off the top of your head? I think it was like five hundred, five thousand. I think it was five thousand two hundred. The way that we went, yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-eight miles. About twenty-eight miles. Incredible. Scenes. It was. It was amazing. I felt great after it. I felt really tired, but great. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, no, on to the next next challenges now. Good. So as your streak ended. My streak began. Amazing. But it, it didn't, it was, it, it, I didn't mean it to start. It wasn't like a thing. No. And I don't think, I don't know, was yours a thing when you started it? Did yeah. you start like you were Zoe. like... Zoe. Um, oh, Zoe. Zoe Enza. Enza. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't mean it to be. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to go out. And then I ran and then I ran the next day and then the next day. And then I spoke to Marie Deitch, who we talk about a little bit on this podcast. Um... And I spoke to her on day nine and I said, we were running and I said, when, when, when does it become a streak? And then she said, it's got to be 10 days. You've got to be double digits. Got to be double digits. So it wasn't until I hit day 10 that I then started logging it on Strava as hash, uh, uh, run, every day yeah, run every day, red. So I'm now on red 25. So nowhere near you, uh, but... Just enjoy it. I think that's the thing as well. I was ready to finish at two hundred and twenty-two. Yeah, because yeah. I was starting to, I was starting to not enjoy it as much as I think it might have been because of the foot. Cause yeah, because I was going out and it was kind of a bit uncomfortable. So, all right. So, give me your top tips. If I'm going to start a running streak, or if I'm already on a running streak, mm-hmm. if I'm running every day, what are your top tips? Run slow. But there's no question on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no question of me doing other. So, so um, for my birthday, I got a book called um, 80-20 Running. And basically... Oh, we've talked about this before yeah, a little bit, yeah, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm taking my kind of break from running um, as an opportunity to kind of read this book and really get an understanding of what 80-20 running is. And basically, it's um, uh, the, the guy who, who's written it, I'll, I'll share it through the social media. Um, he talks about how Basically, when you look at all training programs um, of elite athletes, all of them, even before this research was carried out, were doing basically an 80-20 program, which is where you do 80% of your um, physical activity slow at your your level. Yeah, Yeah. Um, It talks about cardiovascular rates and things like that, but but we won't get too techie. And then 20% percent of your um exertion at that higher level so um basically he says amateur athletes bearing in mind that you do a lot of it by yourself you don't have coaches who are telling you how to do things and and, and design your programs probably are operating at a 50 50 and your pace and your um, fitness won't improve as you want it to on a 50-50 program. It's basically as close to 80-20 as you can get it. That will improve both your fitness and your pace. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading it and, and getting the most out of it and then bringing that into my training. Well, I look forward to not reading it, but you telling me everything I need to know without me having to actually read it for Fine. myself. Fine, I'll do that. that's what we're going to do. Good, good. <laughs> good. So if, did you go on some nice runs in Wales then? Um, No, no. No. Oh. So, 
Bone Maris, if you, so Anglesey is a lovely part of the world, don't get me wrong, like uh, if there's anybody from Wales or from Anglesey, I love Wales, first time I've been to Anglesey, but it was absolutely stunning, lovely, the weather was awful, Okay, but you know, um, Bone Maris was a, an odd little town. Is that how you say it, Bone Maris? I don't know. Is it Bone Marie? I don't know. Okay. Am I saying if, it wrong? If, I don't know, if someone knows, is it B-E-A-U-M-A-R-I-S? Yeah. I guess it's pronounced Marie, but oh, I might be wrong. Been saying it wrong all this time. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. No. You know, it's, life's about learning. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and, learning. And I'm learning. So the uh, the town was actually situated on the coast, but um, either way of the town, I'm doing hand actions. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm doing yeah, hand yeah. actions like people can see what I'm what I'm doing. Either way was a main road with no footpath. Okay. That went out like this, up a hill, and out like this, up a hill. So you could only really run around the town. And obviously, because it's Wales, if you got too far back, you were just going up hills. So you could only really run uh, like a mile down the front and a mile back, and then a mile out the other way and round. So... Sounds awesome. No, it wasn't. You know it wasn't. But I took some great pictures. Yep. There was some great scenery. Some because it's There really was. It because was beautiful. It, yeah, because it was bad weather, mm. it almost makes it more dramatic. So I, I took some quite... That, that picture where you've got the clouds and then the sun rays coming out. Yeah. Well, I don't know Amazing. if you've seen, but again, I'll share it on the socials. But there's one I took... Um, a little bit before, a few seconds before the one that you've seen, which has got Sally in it. Ah. So Sally was running ahead of me a little bit, so I took the picture of Sally, and so it looks... Right. Do we want to get framed and put in the house? <laughs> on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> do people do that? I don't know. Do you have photos in your house? Yes. Yeah, we have a few, but not loads. Yeah. I don't think I would put a picture of Sally's back running. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, loads of people on Strava have been away, have been taking pictures on their... Ro- Strava over well. the summer is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I've loved it. And unlike you, even though I've been injured, I do go on and I engage. Hey, and I do I'm, like- I'm back engaged. Yeah, because you're running. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... We need to turn our attention to our Strava Star. Star. So, I am going to read the post first, and then I'll tell you who the Strava Star is. Amazing. So, um, member of the Running Educators and Twitter... Are we going to have to change that group name? Too late now. Too Too late, late. RET Runners. Um, Here we go. Hey, RET Runners. This group has saved my sanity in lockdown and pushed me to run that bit further each week... Thank you. I am aiming to run 100 miles and some more in August to raise money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Brilliant cause. Um, Raising money for charity, supporting people with cancer is incredibly important to me and defo worth getting myself out running through the summer. Uh, The link to my sponsorship page is here. Any donations are welcome. This group in itself has been more support than you can know. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Hannah, that is Hannah Gregory. Harris, our Strava star, what a what amazing a superstar! When eh? I read that, I was just like, "That's so amazing that that group is doing such good things." It's brilliant. So I don't think when you started it, I don't think you thought it would be as 
kind of inspiring and and as big as it's mm. kind of got. How it, many? it originally started as a as a group for our mates, didn't it? Yeah. And now it's a group for lots and lots of our mates. Now talking of groups for mates, I hear that you have um you've gone behind my back again. Yep. Um yeah, the 189 runners in the ret runners. That's amazing. That's great. Um so yeah, have I, I've gone behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Great. Because this group... Why don't you just tell me? Why don't you, why don't you just Look, drop me a line and just say, Tim, this is happening. I, I was thinking about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, tell us about it. Tell us about um, your group. So, there's a few of my friends from different walks of life that are runners. So, we've got producer Bob, uh, who is our producer of this show that has never produced an episode of this show, but... He's the guy that we steal the the Mac from. Um, there's kind of him. There's my school running friends like Miss Anderson and Miss Deitch and, you know. Um, there's church running friends. Uh, so there's all of these kind of different pockets. groups. Yeah, pockets of people. So we started a WhatsApp group. And it was basically to organise park runs. Who's coming where? Who's coming to what part? Run? Conkers, yeah. Rosliston. Exactly. But you ever been to any others? Yeah, around we, Burton. Um, we went to all the. We've done all the. Derby. Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. We. Alveston. Alveston. We've done. Yeah. We did a couple more in Derby. Long Eaton. Okay. That was what I did. We did one in Litchfield. So we'd started to do every every last Saturday of the month going to tourists. So anyway. But then part run kind of stopped and the the group died down a little bit. I'd obviously stopped running because, because of, of your gastro problems, <laughs> not hurting muscles. No, no muscles involved in my, my problem. Um, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, so anyway, so the, 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 the WhatsApp group died a death. Uh, so I kind of revived it, but revived it as hashtag squad runs on Strava. Brilliant. Because everyone reco- would record their runs on Strava. Everyone, anyway, Everyone's on Strava anyway. Even if they anyway. were going to so, so now ideal. this group, but this group is kind of specifically, but Sally's, you know, Sally runs in the morning with her group of, yes. of runners. So her group of runners have now kind of joined. So it's just joining up all yeah. that little community yeah. that me and, and Sally I've, know. I've done Rosliston Park Run a couple of times, you know, but who cares? But, you know, y- you know not even bothered. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I get Sally to invite me. Whatever. So yeah, you can you can try and find hashtag squadrons and you can join it on Strava, and I will deny you. <laughs> Let's listen to a song. Song of the summer. Song of the summer. This is my song of the summer. I've been listening to this. It came out in June. This is Juliet Falls and Over and Out.
Juliet Falls, over and out. We will obviously put all the links and all of that kind of jazz on our social medias and, and share them. So please check them out, Juliet Falls. Um, I bought your present. Can't believe it. There was, um, I was up in Northumberland okay. and there was a lazy, uh, lazy, <laughs> <laughs> lady. Yep. A lazy a lady, lady. A lady selling her wares. <clears throat> okay. And I saw this stall and I thought of you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm and, ready. And and the the <coughs> the line on on this thing that I'm holding here says Pinhead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's not the reason why I I bought it for you. The reason I bought it for you is because sorry, I'm not talking to the microphone. No, cuz you're taking a picture I'm exactly a photo at the same time. Now. And um This is how impromptu and unplanned this is. Absolutely. We're doing it all right I'll now. Put that on our socials. Um I know you love Pin badges. I do. You love them on your lanyard. It's got loads you on my lanyard. Yeah. And I know you love playing on the little computer game. So I've got you a joystick which says game over because every time we play, I beat you. That's so the, that's the most, <laughs> passive, <laughs> the most <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, like, it's like this is nice, thoughtful gift because I'm a winner. I absolutely love it. Time. Yeah. This is, this is a great gift to say. Um, just to remind you that I am a winner. Remember <laughs> and me. You are a loser. Remember me every time you wear your lanyard. I love it. Thank you. It's okay. It's amazing. It's right. Um The last time someone gave me a a pin, pin badge. badge as a gift, I cried for like two days. Why? It was the Miss Smith one. Oh. When my best friend Miss Smith left, who I was working with at the time, I was her TA, and then she... Um, she gave you a pin she badge. She gave me a pin badge. She gave you the, the same pin badge. And it said it as well with my soul, which was our kind of like our anthem, our school, song anthem. School anthem. This one isn't going to make me cry, but I love it. Could do, though. Um, if you're feeling a bit vulnerable. So I got you a gift. Okay. Um, my gift isn't physical. I'm sorry? My gift isn't physical. I've got nothing to actually give you. <coughs> right. So, but what I've done is I've signed... You're going to take me for a run. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how bad your foot was okay. until I gave you this gift, or until I got you this gift. So, unfortunately, I've signed you up for a virtual run. When is it? It's any time in September. Right. But it's got to be done at half past five in the morning. How well, far? Uh, just 5K. It's the 5K sunrise. I can do that. So, we'll go steady... Uh, if I have to carry her, it would be a dramatic story. You can't carry me. Why? Social distancing. Oh, man. man. If I put a mask on and I, I have to carry you over the the finish line. You won't. So it's the Sunrise a 5K <laughs> that that we're going to do. So we'll do it together. Amazing. Um, anytime in September. So it'll be one of our early morning at school And we spoke runs. about that. On the last podcast. Well, I know you've never done a virtual run, you I see. Haven't. And I don't think, I think unless I did one for you, I wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have done it? No, I wouldn't. So, and a 5K is ideal perfect. for my hurty foot. Yeah. I can and manage that. You're going to get a medal at the end of it. This is, it's physical. That's physical. Well, yeah, not I'm yet though. It's and not I like... have to be physical. <laughs> so it's the epitome of physical. <laughs> perfect. It's better than a naff pin badge. Um, no, this is a great pin badge. I love it. Good. Don't underestimate the power of the pin badge. If you like the pin badge, like the post on Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Um, so this is the 
TNT podcast back to school special. It is. So we probably should talk about going back to school. How are you feeling about it? Really excited, actually. Yeah, really excited. I'm looking forward to seeing our pupils. I'm looking forward to seeing their families. Um, it's going to be very different. Mm-hmm. So in the kind of like the processes and the procedures, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be feel different. It's going to be different to usual. But all of that is about keeping everybody safe. So it's it's okay that it's going to be different. It's it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. However. I think, I feel like we shouldn't have had the summer off, Tom, from the podcast. Because if you remember, <laughs> if you remember before the summer, every week we were we were contacting Gavster through the airwaves. <laughs> oh, mate, Gav. Yeah, through the, and we were kind of, we were demanding stuff and it seemed to be happening. Gav listens to the TNT podcast. What a palaver. The DFE have had over the summer with the exams fiasco. It has been and the U-turns, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm pretty convinced it's because this podcast didn't go out. Yeah. So what we're saying is, if we'd have had a little bit more input into the government's decision making, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, I was um, when when the when the algorithm, um, what do you call it? Issue. Travesty. Mm-hmm came out mm. i was quite i was genuinely surprised because i didn't really know anything about this algorithm all i'd heard was that they were speaking to teachers it was going to be based on teacher assessment mm. and kind of predicted grade that kind of thing so i was like i was quite blown away by this algorithm well they they called the algorithm a standardization process which happens every year and even with exams you know the the bell curve is designed so that kind of only a certain proportion of children pupils actually pass the exam mm-hmm. and that's that's defined after the exam's been taken based on the amount of marks that children have yeah, got, yeah exactly got right so so it kind of happens each year but if kids haven't taken exams clearly something different had to be done this year mm-hmm. so the algorithm clearly was unfair and <laughs> um and potentially discriminative uh, and prejudice like it would against have, the most disadvantaged it, in society. Yes. So, so we're we're in a little a semi little village called Winsel, and Winsel is kind of classed as quite a deprived area. It's um, one of the most deprived oh, wards in East Staffordshire. Um, yeah. So like we would have come come away from this quite badly just because of our geographical location. Yeah, and then you add on to that the uh, difficulties that the schools had over yeah. the last few years as well. You know, so, so yeah, so our our school would have been kind of severely affected by such an algorithm, yeah. So, yeah, madness, absolute madness. And then obviously, you know, we're all we've we've been spending the summer getting prepared for coming back to school. Um, we think all the guidance is in place, all and that then guidance. Slap bang, eight fifty on the Friday <laughs> of a bank holiday. Here's some new guidance. How many? How much new guidance did well, you get? Well, here's here's the thing. You kind of think, oh, there can't be that many tweaks and, uh, and new information. Of course, they can't needed. be. Three days before um, some schools are, are going back to school. Even some schools in um, Leicester and places like that school? have already gone back to school. So you think, oh, maybe maybe a couple of tweaks. The main changes since this guidance was last updated. The following information has been updated. 
managing confirmed cases of coronavirus amongst school community, the framework for supporting transport to and from schools, pupils who are shielding or self-isolating, use of face mask coverings in school, actions for all schools and local authorities with regards to recording attendance and absence, employer health and safety and equalities duties, support available for schools with regard to supply teaching, performance management and appraisal for teachers, music, dance and drama in schools, wraparound provision and extracurricular activity, physical activity in schools, new resources available for pupil well-being and support, behaviour expectations, primary assessment, additional resources available for delivering remote education and changes to send legislation. So, not many changes. Everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much everything. Here's a few changes. Oh my gosh! So I've had a, I've had a, uh, a weekend just kind of making sure that um, our risk assessments are up to date, in line with the, with the changes, and um, we're good to go, Tom. We're good to go. <laughs> we are. I'm excited. Like I'm normally, you know me. I like, um, I love being on holiday. I love spending time at home, and I love, you know, everything that comes with the holiday. But at the same time, you know that I like to have that kind of like routine and I love coming back. So I'm really, really excited about about kind of coming back. And um, but yeah, there's got there is a little bit of me as a member of staff that um, kind of isn't privy to that kind of guidance and that, you know, yeah, that is a little bit nervous about what things will be like and, and things like that. And this is yeah, this is the responsibility of kind of school leaders to make sure that those um, concerns are alleviated. Yeah, and all yeah. of that comes through training and all of that comes through kind of making sure that you've got your plans in place. So our risk assessment, I was saying to you before, is 51 pages long. 51 pages. It covers pretty much kind of everything in terms of keeping pupils, staff and their families safe. And kind of the first thing we're going to do on our inset pretty much after we've done the safeguarding um uh, safeguarding updates is take a look at this risk assessment so that staff know how they can keep themselves and others safe and then that will re- alleviate those concerns that you've got so you've done insert a little bit differently haven't you though obviously tomorrow we're going to do a a zoom yeah it- tomorrow so the first inset day that we've got is remote yeah um a lot of the a lot of it is reading and making sure that uh, people understand the processes and that they've signed them to say you know sign keeping children safe in education um had the safeguarding training um, and completed a little kind of test on that um to make sure that you know what to do in in certain safeguarding situations and child protection situations um and then um a kind of presentation from me over zoom a bit of a question and answer session if people have still got any questions or concerns uh, before we come into school on Wednesday with regards to kind of like like going forward do you think you've as a like a school leader do you think that you've learned things or you'll do things differently that have kind of like been been forced upon you almost that going forward that you'll that you'll keep in place definitely yeah the amount of time in the past we've wait wasted by kind of having meetings where we've had to travel um, or trying to get people around a table and we're looking at diaries and we can't do it, all of that can be done remotely now. Mm. All of that can be done through MS Teams or, or Zoom. Um, so so absolutely, I think there's going to be kind of fundamental changes um, that will stay in place 
I don't think this is of the pandemic. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be the same for just for for schools either. I think it's going to be the same for business as a as a whole going mm. forward. I think um, I did um, a little advert for our friends up at Scorpion Event Solutions. That's a nice little plug for <laughs> okay. them. Okay, um, just to say we're not getting anything no, for that. Not being endorsed at all. Mm. But hey, Ed, if you're listening, I've just given you a good plug. So. Um, but that's how they they normally do events and they do big corporate events and things like that. But what we were advertising on this little advert was they're going to do going to start doing remote um conferences. So, you know, you can have a keynote speaker that's speaking from a studio and it'll just be kind of like zoomed or however they they're going to do it. But I can just see this shift mm. kind of happening. Mm of of how people are doing business and how people are working and how people are interacting with each other and you know i don't think we're ever going to get get past seeing each no, other there's nothing there is nothing you know, like face to face yeah we, so i'm not yeah, saying yeah. that i'm not saying oh you know we need to ditch that and we need to but you know i can't wait to see everybody um, you know but there is a way everybody. Of, but there is a way yeah. of thinking differently and doing definitely. things doing things differently yeah definitely um and also like the impact that it can have on the environment. So making sure that you're not kind of polluting too much, not traveling too much. Yeah. So um, lots of food for thought. So um, the other big thing about coming back to school, which I didn't realize was such a big thing about coming back to school is, hey, Tim, what are you going to be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> so this is what this is this is what a lot of people are kind of asking on Twitter, isn't it? So the, uh, my favorite the other day was... Um, uh, Twitter help. Which woolens are the best for workwear? <laughs> like wonderful. It's great. I, you've got wool. I haven't got. I haven't got any wool. Yeah, I'm work. a big. I'm a big cardigan fan. Like I'm trying to change the children's mindset. So if you work in a primary school, and tell me if this is just a holy rosary thing, but I don't think it is. If you work in a primary school. The boys wear jumpers and the girls wear cardigans. Well, I wear a lot of cardigans. You don't see, well, all right, girls sometimes wear jumpers, but you don't see boys in cardigans. So I'm a big cardigan fan over the winter. I'm trying to change that up. I've been here seven years and it's not happened yet. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. And Twitter might help you if you, if you look for this. Yeah, I saw, I saw one asking the best shirts to wear. Um, I mean... Oh. I go you 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 always look really nice. Thank you for the most part, <laughs> unless I tell you off. What do, what are my main things for telling you off about? Uh, ties. Ties. I hate it when you don't wear a tie. Mm-hmm. I get a bit upset when you don't wear a tie. So you get told off when you don't wear a tie. It's, ve- it's very. It's not very frequent now that. Not that now. Don't you don't wear a tie, but mm. there was times in the past where you didn't wear a tie, and I'd give you the frown, the Tom Miller frown. <laughs> for not wearing a tie, um, jogging bottoms. You're not a fan of no man. Hate it. Okay, don't like it at all. So, but you know, you for the most. So that's why I said for the most part. Unless you're in jogging bottoms, trainers, uh, t-shirts, staff shirt. No, I don't mind your staff shirt. Okay, we're talking about your staff polo shirt. Yeah, like, you know. School got, logo. Yeah, nice, nice. Logo, is it logo? Yeah, yeah. Shield. Badge, shield. Badge. Um, 
I quite like the jumpers that some some have got as well. Mm. Th- yeah, they're nice. I was yeah, just saying. Have you? Oh mate. Right, well, I want one of them. Then I'm putting my name down for one of them. Go out and buy one then. Um, but yeah, I, I all, most of my stuff is second hand. It's either second hand charity shop jobs mm. because I wear kind of like. Well, you're doing your bit for the environment. Why don't you start? Why don't you do? Just? Why don't you do one? Why don't you do a tweet? <laughs> Staff, help. Where's the best place to get my second hand clothes? They'll tell me expensive. I don't like. I'd be grudge it. Like if I go in. In, I'm not. I'm not going to start a rant. <laughs> I can feel like myself. <laughs> if I go into a vintage shop, I get a bit grumpy when I have to pay more than like ten pound for a shirt. Because I'm just like I'd just rather scroll around charity shops and I'm paying two pound fifty for a shirt from in a co- charity shop. In COVID times, you're happy to go around charity shops in a way that you frivolously have gone around charity shops in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know um, we're there's a couple of charity shops that are local around here. There's um, a New Start, which are the kind of like the two, one in Stapleton, one in Winsall. The the, the not that I'm connected with, but that I kind of follow, and they're a good local charity that do a lot of good in the community. So that's why I kind of follow them guys. Another plug. Another We're not plug. getting anything from them. They're a charity, mate. They're Come a on. Um, and what they're doing is they're giving it so many days from you donating the stuff to it actually going out on the shelf. And so yeah, I'm I'm quite happy in in these times. Good. Well, you always look great. Thanks, mate. Let's uh, do Tweet of the Week. Go on, then. Tweet of the Week. It has to be the main man, Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Yeah. Very, very sad news yeah. this week. Yeah. But I think um, it's the... So, obviously, it's the most liked tweet ever. That's why it's Tweet of the Week. Wow. It's like 7.4 million likes. And basically, so he had... Stay, was it stage four colon, colon cancer? cancer? Yeah. And um, and just kind of his family have obviously put put out his message of, of the fact that he's kind of dies died, um, and uh, yeah, and and the outpouring of love for him. See, I didn't know much about him before before that, and um, and I you know just seeing what people have tweeted and seeing the good that he's done and um, and knowing how much now that that film black panther meant to the kind of black community it's huge yeah you know i'm a big marvel fan anyway and Mm -hmm. i've been following them the marvel movies kind of from the start um so it wasn't lost on me the cultural impact of that movie because i'd been following it since its kind of inception since we knew that black panther was going to be a thing um obviously i'd never heard of him before i know he's done a few films but he was he was relatively unknown to me as an actor um but then seeing how yeah seeing the cultural impact that he had on on the black community and the african community was it's incredible it, i think maybe it's it's unheard of for a an actor a superstar to have that much of an impact mm. that kind of you know of a whole generation and that has really shown since his death. But also, I think um, I've now delved a little bit, you know, as you follow kind of YouTube videos and things like that, and just some of the speeches that he mm. did and how he talked about the role, you know, it certainly wasn't lost on him yeah. 
that impact and the impact that he was going to have on the the younger generation and i don't i think not only the younger black generation but also the 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 younger children that are then kind of looking at at, at black heroes and seeing them as equal mm. and seeing how powerful and mm. you know they are rivaling captain america and iron man and so yeah absolutely amazing so i would would definitely advise going searching out some of his speeches i watched one i don't know if you've seen it where he he was accepting an award and denzel washington was there and i I didn't know this but denzel washington funded a program where people went through college and just coincidentally Denzel Washington had funded him through college and it wasn't until um I yeah watched this speech that I realized so he was talking about without Denzel Washington there is no Black Panther and Mm. but it's just yeah just great the way he spoke he was such an eloquent guy and so yeah real loss Um, absolutely but it's nice it's nice you know it's kind of end on a positive although you have a loss like that I think it's amazing where someone can make such a huge difference in such a short space of time Mm. you know to have to be able to kind of to go out in in at that early age and have that much of an impact you know yeah so yeah definitely so check it out check out go back and look at some of his speeches and all of that kind of stuff we'll retweet some Yes, uh, talking about retweeting, if you haven't already done so, you need to follow us. Don't know why I'm pointing at you. You probably follow us. Because you can remember the handle. That's probably what... Oh, it's been too long. You can't remember the handle. So the Twitter handle is at capital T-N-T underscore capital C cast. Boom. And the Instagram handle is at T-N-T underscore cast underscore yeah that sounds good sounds about right yeah it does um yeah what's coming up what's coming up in season two season two all the things that we promised you at the end of season one and didn't deliver (laughs) boom (laughs) like jingles like jingles a youtube channel more content if you subscribe uh, different ways in which the podcast is going to come to you, not just on SoundCloud, etc., etc. It's coming. It's coming. So it's all coming. Yeah, definitely. So, so follow us and tell your friends. Follow us and tell your friends. Yeah, got, that's almost a new catchphrase. Follow us and tell your friends. We'll see you on episode one of season two, coming to you very, very soon at Pe- the earlier time of <laughs> eight a.m. in time for your Saturday run. Hey, when's this one coming out? Saturday? 8am? Boom. See you there.